This is Under the Lights with Preston Bostain. Welcome to Under the Lights. I'm Preston Bostain. Well, it's Monday, February 5th, and it's actually a late Monday. Uh, If you guys know, I normally post my stuff on a Wednesday. I normally do like one podcast a week. However, yesterday was the Super Bowl, so therefore I thought I needed to post this sooner rather than later. With that being said, we the Super Bowl was yesterday, and we have a new champion. And I'm extremely excited to say that. But what I'm not excited about is six more weeks of winter, thanks to the Groundhog last Friday. So keep out those Columbia, uh, Patagonia, North Face jackets, because it looks like we're going to be needing them for at least six more weeks. First off, uh, when I get into this thing, first off, I want to apologize to probably the three, maybe four listeners that I have. I have failed you. And for that, I'm deeply sorry. If you don't remember uh, what I happened to say in my second podcast, well, take a listen. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little help on one prop bet. Will NSYNC make a halftime show performance? Why, yes. Yes, they will. And yeah, you're welcome. Okay, yes, I was an idiot. I let my teen, my inner teenage self, uh, was awaiting an in sync reunion. And Justin let not only me down, but let, like probably the world down. You, like, I, I guarantee everybody was looking for a bye, bye, bye. Like, come on now, really? Like, you weren't waiting for that to pop up on a halftime show. But the halftime show in general was awful. I do not, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. Uh, now don't get me wrong, Justin Timberlake can put on the moves. Uh, he's he's a really good dancer, and I love his old music. If you've gotten a chance to listen to his new album that actually he's released uh, in 2018, I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's just not the I guess the normal pop uh, that Justin produces. I do know that obviously he has been trying to go a little, um, I guess, not pop. He's trying to do like his own genre. I know he's been kind of doing things with the, the countryside with Chris Stapleton. I think, honestly, I think he's in a couple of, uh, I wouldn't say folk, but he's he, he's done something along the lines of that, some kind of music. Um, so I know he's trying to branch out and do some other things. And I admire you, Justin, for doing all that, but uh, you might need to stick to pop because that's where it's at, especially with your voice. Uh, but you know, and I also predicted the Patriots to win and guess what? That didn't happen either. So I, anything I guarantee, just don't listen to me. And if I'm right, well, I, sorry, normally I'm normally, I don't get things right. Uh, so I do apologize. So yay for the NSYNC reunion, right? But also, if, hey, if you want uh, to know about how, how my like my personal opinion on some of the commercials, they were all pretty much terrible besides three, maybe four. Uh, feel free to check out my website that I actually just produced yesterday, uh, but I published it today, so I just started it yesterday, and it's officially on online. Um, the website will mainly consist of my podcast and, and the blogs that I will post. Uh, I'm not sure how often I'll post the blogs, but... I'll try to get to them like every other day, maybe, or maybe possibly like three during in, in the week. Um, and, and also just keep on the lookout. You can actually go on there and subscribe. Uh, keep on the lookout for more upcoming things that I may post on there. 
um, just to try to keep it fresh. So if, uh, if you haven't visited my website yet, the website uh, URL is PrestonBostain.wixsite. That's W-I-X-site.com slash website. I really hope you're able to at least take the time to look at the website and let me know um, what to add or maybe if you're liking something. Obviously, I, I love input. I want to know what what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. I'm the only one that seems to give me be giving me feedback is my girlfriend. So uh, thank you. Uh, but not thank you to everyone that listens to this and doesn't give me feedback. Also, I finally made an Instagram page. Uh, haven't posted anything yet, and I follow like four people. So make sure you follow me, and I will definitely give you a follow back. Uh, so the Instagram URL, I guess, is under dot the uh, hat or underscore. I don't know why I couldn't spit that out. Uh, so it's under dot the underscore lights. That's under or period, I guess, dot period, same stuff, under period, the underscore lights. Uh, unfortunately, I had to go a little fancy because obviously under the lights, I guess, is too original. Uh, so obviously someone else uh, took the name. I, I literally couldn't post anything else. I tried to come up with several names and nothing popped out. So luckily I was even able to get my name in the URL. Okay. Back to the reason why I'm posting this a little early and why I even made the podcast and hopefully probably not why you want to listen. So Super Bowl 52 is in the books and the Philadelphia Eagles are your 2017 Super Bowl champs. I personally believe that they did deserve it over the Patriots and I would have picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. But we all know how Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, (laughs) refs uh, can be for the Patriots. And I believe that the Patriots were going to do the same thing they did two weeks ago. It's against Jacksonville, the comeback. And, you know, I was watching the game with my girlfriend. I, I didn't go to any parties like that. I, I kind of wanted to, to enjoy the commercials. Not like I have much friends. I got invited to a part. I got invited to one, one hangout, but uh, I, I would have probably stayed at home anyway with her to enjoy it. Uh, we made some rotel dip. We had some pigs in a blanket, man. It was, it was good. Uh, any other dishes? I let me know. Like what? What, you, what party y'all had? And I know I probably have like ten listeners uh, that periodically probably tune into the podcast. But let me know which what you were doing. Like if you had a party, if you just hung out with your significant other, uh, or what was with your family. So let me know and what kind of food you had and what, like what commercials you enjoyed. What was the best part about the Super Bowl? Obviously, the best part was the Patriots losing and Tom Brady getting strip sat, aka. Go Derek Barnett, UT Vols. Way to pick that ball up, boy. Uh, but, you know, I kind of find it ironic, and actually as a coworker mentioned to me earlier today, I find it ironic that there was a couple calls that went the Eagles' way that uh, was kind of uh, debatable. And I just, find it, I just find it funny that there were several calls, not only this postseason, but the whole entire season that the Patriots got called their way and it's just like what you know, like what are these Patriots paying the refs? Uh, as a lot of the fans were like, I mean, you know, for the Jacksonville game, there was a holding call that got called. I believe it was on AJ Boye against Brandon Cooks. Clear as day was not a hold. Uh, it, it, it went, you know, the Patriots' way. So there was a couple major calls that went to the Patriots' way throughout the season. And I just kind of find it ironic that these calls went the Patriots, or not? Excuse me, not the Patriots, the Eagles' way uh, during the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, being the homer that I am against the Patriots, I believe the the right that the calls were right. However, looking at back at least one 
I don't know if it was the right call. The Zach Ertz touchdown, I believe, was a full catch. Um, he, I believe, had three steps. He had the ball in possession, had three steps, dove, crossed the uh, pile on, you know, crossed the touchdown line, and then the ball came out. And it wasn't even like a close ruling. It, you could tell once it was zoomed in that, that the, it looks like the, the ground caused the fumble. Uh, but initially, you couldn't even tell whether the ground caused um, the ball to come out. Zach Ertz ended up catching it. They ended up rolling the touchdown. Fully believe that that was a touchdown. Uh, and then, you know, some other some person earlier brought the point where, well, you think that was a touchdown. Well, why wasn't Jesse James touch, like, catch a touchdown, you know? Why wasn't Des Bryant's catch a touchdown? I don't know. That's why I'm not a ref. That's why I don't get paid the big bucks. But I can tell you that I believe Des Bryant should have got a touchdown. I believe Jesse James should have got a touchdown. And I believe they got the call with Zach Ertz right. You know, and normally I hate Chris Collinsworth. Well, I wouldn't say hate. He's just, I don't know. He's just, I don't like his voice. He's really good. He's, he's really good at his job. He does a, like, a really good job. His just voice just kind of gets on my nerves and his stupid remarks um, sometimes just get on my nerves. But honestly, what broadcaster doesn't, they'll have their opinion you have yours and you just kind of like butt heads with it. Uh, but Collinsworth and I agree on, on this point about uh, Corey Clement not getting the ball right. Uh, but according to the former NFL head of officiating, Deed, uh, Dean Blandano, uh, so with the Corey Clement touchdown, he says the issue is control. Uh, he initially had both feet inbounds, um, but there was some movement in the ball, but don't think it enough to, stay, to say like a loss of control, so the call should stand. I honestly disagree with that. He Now, he did get his two feet down, completely agree uh, with that call. But the ball was literally out of his hands. He did not have possession of the ball. Normally, when you have possession of the ball, it's in your hands, doesn't move. The ball literally popped out of his hands as he was trying. I believe he was trying to like switch hands to go to the other side so maybe um, the Patriots tackler wouldn't like obviously get it out of his, out of his grasp. I love the call. I'm glad they rolled the touchdown. Obviously, that's what helped the Eagles win, you know, win the win the championship. However, I don't fully agree with it. Uh, I do. I don't know what they can do to fix this. I don't know if they, if there is any way to fix this. However, they need to put some more rules on this on this catching because not only is it pissing people off that that think that it's not a catch, but it's just confusing us as, as what's a catch and what's not a catch. Going back, for example, the Des Bryant catch. How is that not a catch? It happened like two years ago, and people are still talking about it. The Jesse J- Jesse James catch, uh, you know, this postseason. How was that not a touchdown? It, it was pretty much the same Zach Ertz touchdown. It's you know stuff like that. It's just, it, I know the NFL and the refs and you know the officiating, all that. They're doing they're doing their job. They're doing the best they can, especially in live time. And normally, once they call a play on the field, if they have no like official rule or evidence to overturn it, they unfortunately still have to go with whatever call was was made. You know, whenever the initial play happened, so maybe that was this. Uh, they ruled Corey Clement a touchdown. Maybe they didn't have enough evidence to over overturn that call, so therefore it was still ruled a touchdown. I'm I'm not sure, but what they need to do is they need to explain. The calls better. Need to explain the rules better. Uh, they need to do something to kind of help let people understand more, especially people that don't 
you know, I watch full football regularly and, you know, just watch the Super Bowl. Like, that's just, that stuff's kind of confusing at times. And you know what makes, like, this Super Bowl even great? I don't think the Patriots will ever be the Patriots anymore. Just re- just uh, to announced today, Pat Matricia, the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, is now going to be the uh, Detroit Lions' new head coach. And from rumors, and nothing, nothing's been confirmed yet or official yet, but rumors have it that Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, is going to be the new Indianapolis Colts head coach. So it looks like the Patriots are losing both their offensive and defensive coordinator. Don't get me wrong. I guarantee Bill Belichick can probably hire someone and do the exact same thing. Because Bill Belichick, his fortunately probably go down as the best head coach of all time. No offense, Bill Walsh. Uh, it's like the Patriots are pretty much competing against the 49ers. Uh, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Bill Walsh, you know, or I guess you could have, you can even say Tom Landry or Vince Lombardi. You know, there's several coaches that are on kind of the Bill Belichick. I guess you could say like the coaches Mount Rushmore. And obviously I just said the four. Tom Landry, Vince Lombardi, Bill Belichick, and Bill Walsh. That's the top four, and by that, by whenever it's said and done, Bill Belichick will probably be the best coach in the NFL history. And unfortunately, as yeah, as tough as it is to say, I love you, Peyton. You're my boy. You know, John Elway, my boy. But Brady will go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. He's beat practically every record, uh, and especially what he's come through being the. And it, it'll always stand. Still, he will. Coming out of Michigan, being drafted in the seventh round. I will tell you what, though. He'll never be loved as much as everybody loves Peyton Manning, though. You can't beat them Papa John's commercials. You know what I'm saying, Tom? Step your game up. Nobody wants Gillette. Why do I need a razor? I can't grow anything on my face anyway. But I can eat some pizza. I honestly cannot wait for this offseason. What are the Eagles going to do now? Now that Wentz is obviously going to be is their franchise quarterback, what are they going to do with Foles? Rumor has it that they're looking to sign him and then possibly trade him. I mean, yes, he did just win the Super Bowl. Yes, he did just beat the Patriots. But you can't tell me that if he goes to another team that he's going to be the starter. Unless it's the Browns, the Jets, or some team, even my Broncos, that need uh, you know, a quarterback. That's what they did with, with Falls whenever the Eagles initially got rid of him. He, was, you know, he had a heck of a year, uh, and then the very next year they released him. And he was a backup for the Rams. Speaking of that, the Rams. They had Case Keenum and Nick Foles. Number two and three quarterbacks. NFC Championship. If I don't tell you something, uh, well, I guess that tells you more about Jeff Fisher than it does of the Rams. Uh, but if that doesn't tell you something, there's always hidden talents that are in the NFL that can produce. Foles, he was the backup quarterback for the whole entire season until Wentz went down. Wentz was arguably going to win the MVP. He was just having such a heck of a year. Unfortunately, Tom Brady won it, but it's okay. But Wentz was going to have a, Wentz was probably going to have win the MVP this year, and uh, unfortunately got hurt. Foles picked up slack and and did one heck of a job. So guess where Foles is going to go? He's going to Disney World, and I still haven't been. So not only am I extremely jealous that he's going to the Super Bowl, that that he went to the Super Bowl, he won it, and he's going to Disney World. Honestly, I think I'm more jealous that he's going to Disney World than he did winning this freaking Super Bowl. I mean, he gets to meet Minnie and Mickey and go on all those rides. And 
I don't know. It's just kind of depressing for for a guy, you know? All right, but back to sports. So, and the Vegas has already released the odds for next year, and guess who they have winning it? Yeah, the freaking Patriots. Just to give you a little rundown of it, Patriots uh, have the best odds to win the Super Bowl next year, and then it's the Packers, the Eagles to um, defend their championship, the Steelers, the Vikings, the Rams, the 49ers. Wow, I wasn't seeing that coming. The 49ers, the Texans, the Saints, the Jaguars, the Falcons, Cowboys, Raiders, Panthers, Seahawks, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Colts, Buccaneers, Ravens, Cardinals. Ouch. The Titans. They have the Titans that far down on winning. That's true. They probably won't win in next year. Uh, but and after the Titans, the Lions, the Giants, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Jets, the Bears, the Bengals, the Bills. And guess who's last? The freaking Browns. Actually, speaking of the Browns, you know who what, what, uh, Doug Peterson was the first person to ever do against Bill Belichick? He is the first person to actually be a player and a coach and defeat Bill Belichick. And Doug Peterson was the quarterback for the Browns in 2000 when they actually beat the Patriots and Bill Belichick. And obviously, this past, you know, yesterday they defeated the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So, Doug, Doug Peterson, I don't know what you're doing or how, what you like know to obviously beat Belichick. But you mind telling my Broncos? You mind telling the Titans? Because somebody needs to do something to stop them. But hey. My Broncos are looking pretty good to get Kirk Cousins. And I, I tell you what, and in all seriousness, if they get Kirk Cousins, they will be a playoff team. Uh, all we need is really a quarterback. Our defense is really good, even though we're they're apparently supposed to be getting rid of Aki Talib. Uh, that's the rumor anyway that he looks like he's being trade bait. I've, I think they're, they're going to sign him. However, I could be wrong. I would love for them to sign him. I would love for them not to lose anybody on the defense. Uh, but he could leave. But if we if if the Broncos add Kirk Cousins, I keep saying le- we like I'm a part of the team. Uh, but if the Broncos, if they ended up if they end up getting Kirk Cousins, they will be a playoff team. Don't think it'll go anywhere else, um, but there. But they will be a playoff contender. I know, I know. I've rambled on and on, and I guarantee all my listeners, besides probably one and two, my family and my loving girlfriend, have probably already stopped and put this podcast up. If you haven't, well, cheers to you. Thank you so much. I really do love your, love your the support and the listen, even though you probably disagree with me about everything I've said to on this podcast, but I really do appreciate you uh, still listening in 18 minutes into the podcast, and you're like, oh, 18 minutes, crap. I only want to listen like five minutes. So I really do appreciate uh, you listening in. So thank you for listening. Also, I really hope that you had a wonderful Super Bowl Sunday. Yesterday was really good. I got to spend time with my significant other and my, my dog while watching the Super Bowl. And we had a really good time, and I hope you did as well. Enjoying with family and friends and whatever uh, greasy, all the beer you got to drink and all that. So I hope you really had a uh, good time yesterday enjoying the Super Bowl like I did. Thank you for tuning in. I believe I'll be posting another podcast this week. Don't uh, I don't want to make any promises, but I should be making one sometime this week. I'm not sure when. Just because I wanted to go ahead and get this out, obviously, being that the Super Bowl was yesterday, it just makes more sense to release it sooner rather than later, just because it's it's fresh in everybody's mind. I can't wait to see what the NFL does in the off season. There are obviously a lot of changes that are going on, not only with the Patriots but all the other thirty one teams in the NFL as well. 
And I guess the next action we have is the NFL draft. And I guess, the, well, I guess it'd be the combine uh, for all the rookies entering the NFL. But I guess like the big thing that, that everyone's looking forward to is the draft. And I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it ever since the Broncos got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, if we can pick up Kirk Cousins, I really hope Saquon Barkley would be there at the fifth pick and fifth spot and we can pick up Saquon Barkley. That would be clutch. Uh, but like I said, thank you for uh, listening and I hope you have a good rest of the week. Grace and peace out. We began the podcast with a song from Audio Binger called Pre-Game Warm-Up. We end it with a song called Cool Kids by Billy Early. Heat in my vein like vernacular. Cook up the beat with a spatula. Y'all are not ready for action. I'm smoking these rappers and feeling spectacular. Making a killer like massacre. Watch out, I'm whipping my wrist. Right on my city, been pissed, but I show them love. I'm not the one that's at risk. My homie told me that when people rise up against you, it's the sign of your destiny real. Fake ones been hating because they know that one day you're making it. Jealousy's all they can feel. Plugging the phone, drifting my soul. Painting the future when thinking alone. 